This is the podcast of Christian Life Center, an Assemblies of God church in Springfield, Massachusetts. For more information, visit our website at clc413.com. Mark chapter 8, we begin reading in verse 1. About this time, another large crowd had gathered and the people ran out of food again. Jesus called his disciples and told them, I feel sorry for these people. They've been here with me for three days and they have nothing left to eat. If I send them home hungry, they will faint along the way, for some of them have come a long distance. His disciples replied, How are we supposed to find enough food to feed them out here in the wilderness? But Jesus asked, well, how much bread do you have? Oh, seven loaves, they replied. So Jesus told all the people to sit down on the ground, and then he took the seven loaves, thanked God for them, and broke them into pieces. He gave them to his disciples, who distributed the bread to the crowd. A few small fish were found, So Jesus also blessed these and told the disciples to distribute them. They ate as much as they wanted. And afterward, the disciples picked up seven large baskets of leftover food. There were about 4,000 people in the crowd that day. And Jesus sent them home after they had eaten. Immediately after this, he got into a boat with his disciples and crossed over to the region of Dalmanutha. So we look there, there's another few verses, and then it goes on in verse 14. And it says the disciples had forgotten to bring any food. This is in the boat. And they had only one loaf of bread with them in the boat. And as they were crossing the lake, Jesus warned them, Watch out, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. At this they began to argue with each other because they hadn't brought any bread. Jesus knew what they were saying, so he said, Why are you arguing about having no bread? Don't you, uh, don't you know or understand even yet? Are your hearts too hard to take it in? You have eyes, can't you see? You have ears, can't you hear? Don't you remember anything at all? When I fed the 5,000 with five loaves of bread, how many baskets of leftovers did you pick up afterward? Twelve, they said. And when I fed the 4,000 with seven loaves, how many large baskets of leftovers did you pick up? Seven, they said. Don't you understand yet? He asked them. Jesus is in a situation with his disciples. And he, being the son of God, knew exactly what needed to be done. But Jesus had told his disciples, he said to them, he said, I will make you a fisher of men. When he called them to follow him. Now that requires a process. I kind of wish that there could be a button that is clicked and all of a sudden... We become these super fishers of men. But it doesn't work that way. It is a learning process. And in that learning process, sometimes we get it and sometimes we don't. 
And in the classroom of the Spirit of God, there is always learning going on for those whose hearts are willing. Jesus takes this opportunity because all of these thousands of people had come to him. They were out in the wilderness. There was no place to simply go and grab some fresh bread to eat. And Jesus felt sorry for the people. It's very important that our hearts be touched with compassion. It all begins with a heart that cares for people. If Jesus' heart had not cared for these people, no doubt this miracle would have never taken place. It was Jesus who looked at the situation and he said, there has to be something that can be done and I know exactly what can be done. He didn't say it at first. He simply asked his disciples. They showed that they had no idea as to what might be up the Lord's sleeves ...regarding this situation. But so oftentimes when we look at a situation... ...we need to remember that God sees it differently than we do. We see the limitations, but God sees the situation without limitation. God's perspective is so much bigger than ours. And so there's this wonderful miracle that takes place... ...as Jesus begins to take the loaves that were present... ...the fish that were present... And to take them and to divide them up. And to be able to give them out to people. It's difficult when you have a group of people that are depending on you for something and you don't have enough food. It's a difficult thing. If you've ever invited people over and the number grew without you knowing about it. Uh, then you know being in that situation can be difficult. When we had our Thanksgiving outreach here at the church, we had set aside a particular number that we had planned for, for people to come. And really, I felt in my heart that the Lord wanted us to simply take a step of faith and to be able to provide with the Lord's help for whomever came. And so uh, Scott and uh, Saracen, we were working out the plans as for how many people we should be prepared for. And we had set a number, and that number ended up needing to be surpassed because more people came than we had planned for. So I went to Scott. I said, Scott, I said, what, what, what's the update on the food situation? He said, Pastor, I want to let you know that we actually planned for quite a few more than we initially had planned for. And the Lord had laid that on his heart because God knew that we would have more than were expected. God always thinks ahead. And I want to tell you that in your life in 2017, God is thinking ahead of you. You are not called upon by God to think ahead too far. And the reason God tells us to do that is because he knows we can't handle it. It's too much for us. But it's not too much for him. What I want to talk to you about today is a couple things. One, God desires to give us daily doses. And to handle things in increments. And those increments are intended to be in the form of days. Jesus said these words in the book of Matthew chapter 6. He said in verse 25, I tell you, don't worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food or drink. Or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? 
Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns. For your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all of your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. And yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today, thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things. Saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly Father already knows all of your needs. These are the words from Jesus, the Son of God, and I say them to you again. In 2017, though you don't know what's coming down the pike, your heavenly Father already knows all of your needs. And he sees and he prepares in advance. Verse 34, so don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries Today's trouble is enough for today. Today's trouble is enough for today. The psalmist David said, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Now, oftentimes, people establish certain things that they're going to do at a brand new year. And they set resolutions. To be able to say, I want to set aside a certain amount of money. I want to lose a certain amount of weight. I want to be able to uh, make these certain goals. So they start the year fresh and begin with a, a great hope of accomplishing much that year. They begin, and more often than not, the beginning of the year starts out well. And you get going. Weeks pass, turns into months, and what began as something very exciting, because your life was going to be changed for the better, all of a sudden becomes quite difficult, and the habits that you wanted to establish can easily go by the wayside. And after halfway through the year, things don't go perhaps the way that was expected. You begin, well, there's always next year. And so we'll look forward to that. Then unfortunately in our lives, often that can become a cycle. Because we think we have more control over our lives than we really do. Situations happen, circumstances. And we can find all kinds of reasons that we say, well, that resolution wasn't doable for me because this unexpected event happened and, and this happened. And so sometimes we rationalize and very few end up meeting the goals of their own resolutions. But I want to throw something out at you this morning is I believe that God did not intend for us to handle our lives in terms of years because it's too big of a chunk for us to handle. It sounds good. It looks good. But it's too much for you and I to handle it one year Per one year. God desired for our lives 
to be divided up into increments that we can handle, bite-sized pieces. And that is one day. Every single day, we have a fresh opportunity. Lamentations 3.22 says this, that it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. His love and His mercy are new every single morning. How exciting it is to kind of wait for that new day and everybody's excited. People gather downtown New York and they wait for a ball to drop. Everybody gets excited because a brand new year came in. Well, my friends, every single morning can be a celebration for you because every single day is a brand new day in God. And it's a little easier to handle a new day because today you can do, with God's help, what you didn't do yesterday. And with God's help, if you set out to do something and you didn't accomplish it, you can come before the Lord and you can say, God, I didn't finish that. Would you help me now a fresh start tomorrow morning? You don't have to wait till a new year. In fact, in the book of James, it warns us to not think in too big of chunks of time. It says, don't say to yourself, I'm going to go here and work for a year, and then I'm going to go over here and do this or that. It says, but rather, you should say, if it is the Lord's will. Because what is our life? It's like a vapor. It's here today. It's gone tomorrow. Last year, during my short time here so far, we had two people pass on to eternity. They were here last year. They're not here this year. This year, they're in the presence of the Lord. None of us are guaranteed tomorrow. It doesn't matter how old you are. Many have spoken of the many celebrities that have passed on in the last year. Our lives are not our own. God has determined our days. So what about us who are here? I believe God's word to you and to, to me is to have a perspective that God is always in the business of providing. Jesus is on the boat and the disciples didn't bring bread, so they somehow came to this conclusion that Jesus was upset with them because they didn't bring bread. And uh, that was not at all what Jesus was focusing on. Jesus, in this scripture here, back to the book of Mark, he, he's talking with them and he shares with them. He says, don't you understand? And don't you know? Are your hearts too hard to take it in? You have eyes, but you can't see. You have ears, but you can't hear. Don't you remember anything at all? Jesus is trying to get to the point. He says, it's not about what you have on hand. But it's about whose you are. Because you have access to everything. Through Jesus Christ. Everything. The Apostle Paul said, I have learned in every situation to be content, whether with a lot or with a little. But no matter how much you have on this earth, you have access to everything through Jesus Christ. Jesus begins to go down the list of miracles. He says, you guys remember when I fed the 5,000? How many extra baskets were there? 
Well, there were 12. And how about when I fed the 4,000? Well, there were seven. When Jesus began to break the bread, don't you think he knew how much was needed? Sure he did. Of course. But when he started to divide the bread, and in his mind he knew, well, now this is going to feed number 4,000. He did not stop multiplying. Be nice to have some leftovers around here. So let's continue. And he keeps going. Bread, fish, bread, fish. And he continues and continues. Everybody eats to the full. And Jesus said, let's not let anything go to waste. Go ahead and gather it up. And when he fed the 5,000, 12 baskets full. He asked the disciples, what about with the 4,000? Seven baskets full. God saw the need. He provided what was needed and some left over. God sees every single day of this coming year. And he knows what you need. If you could picture for a moment each day, maybe each week, each month as a basket. God knows exactly what you need for that month, for that week, and for that day. God begins this year not wondering what will happen, but knowing and being ready to provide what you need and then some. For our God is able to do more than we can ask or think. And I want you to remember that your provision does not simply come from what you see because what you see can be less than what you need. But when you take what you have and you give it by faith to God, and you say, Jesus, I believe that you who multiplied bread for 5,000, you who multiplied bread for 4,000, and by the way, that was just the men. That didn't count the women and the kids. The numbers were a lot higher than four and 5,000. And you know what teenagers can eat. So there is, there is a lot of food that need to be multiplied there. And Jesus did that and more. Where are our expectation levels for 2017? What are you believing God for? And I'm not just talking about, God, I need enough money to pay my bills and I want to be able to do this. And we think sometimes in terms of monetary. But in, in the scriptures it says that those who are faithful with the natural money, Jesus said, will be able to be entrusted with true spiritual riches. In what way do you want God to expand your territory of blessing in this year? God's able to give you what you need financially. But God is also able to give you what you need spiritually. He's able to provide for you and then some. And then some. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December of 2007. Twelve months. Twelve baskets. Do you believe that God can provide for every single month for you this year? 
Are you willing to trust him for that? I want to trust God. Because there are going to be times where all you have left are these little fish and bread. And, oh God, what is that? What is that compared to this great need? Thousands of people, all we've got is this little bit. I want to approach God differently. I want to say, God, I know that you can take this little bit and you can make it more than enough. More than enough. Maybe you've been through a deficit in your emotions. Maybe you've gone through life and you feel unloved by family, by friends. God wants to fill that basket for you in 2017. Maybe you've had brokenness that no one else is aware of. On the outside, you're all dressed up and you have a great smile, but inside your heart is breaking and hurting. I want you to know that God wants to take your basket. And he doesn't just want to give you just what you need. But he wants to give you some leftovers too. He's willing to do that if you're willing to trust him. When I read these words that Jesus are spe is speaking to the disciples, he says, don't you know or understand? Are your hearts too hard? You have eyes, but you can't see. You have ears, but you can't hear. Don't you remember anything at all? And I think to myself, oh God, you've been so good to me. There have been times where I've not had enough in the natural, but you've come through. Have you ever had a time like that? Think about it for a moment. Think about the times in 2016, 15, 14, 13, in years gone by of how God has provided for you. Because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the God who met your need way back when is the same God who's able to do it now. And my prayer for every single one of us is the latest miracle that we're talking about, about how God did some great and awesome thing. is not limited to about a story my grandmother told me from years gone by, but something fresh and hot off the press, that God did this yesterday. He did this for me last week. I was in need and I believed God and I got not only what I need, but some leftovers as well. Because God is not in the business of giving you day-old bread. He gives you fresh manna every day every single day he already knows what you need he is present in the moment but he is also oddly enough present in the future and he knows and he will prepare in advance for you trust him trust him enough like my wife said to obey him this year because the tough part is when he asks you to do something with the little you have that you would never feel comfortable doing because it's all you got. When the prophet showed up at the widow's house who had nothing left and she was going to make her last meal and then die, the prophet simply said, would you make that meal for me? Oh, But that's all she had. But the step of faith was critical to turn what she had into so much more. God is going to do the same with you this year. You're going to come to him and say, God, but this is all I have. And he says, now, if you're willing to do something with that little bit that you would not feel comfortable doing if you didn't have faith in me, 
if you're willing to give it up, I'll take that and I'll make it so much more. God is the God, not just of enough, but of more than enough. Are you willing to let him fill your baskets this year? Some of you have shared miracles with me. You've been believing God for a new job, for different things that the Lord has provided for you. I celebrate with you what the Lord has done. But I also want to challenge everyone in this room to remember that your provision comes from above. Your paycheck ultimately comes from your heavenly Father. It's just your boss that hand delivers it. But it is God who provided it. The scripture says promotion does not come from the east or the west, but from the Lord. When you're in God's hands and you recognize that he's the one who provides, it takes a whole lot of stress off your shoulders. And my prayer for you in this year is that you won't walk around with a bunch of stress and worry that doesn't change anything anyways. When's the last time worrying about how little you had in your bank account all of a sudden brought more money in for you? If you just worry enough, then things begin to happen. That's never happened, has it? So why waste time with something that does you no good? Put your hope in God. He'll provide everything that you need. Would you close yourself in with God for a moment with me? Maybe you're in this room. This is the first day of a brand new year. You're in this room. The Spirit of God brought you here. And the Holy Spirit's tugging at your heart and says, I want you to be my own. God's speaking to you and saying to you, I want you. I want your heart. Are you willing to surrender to me? If you're willing to listen, today can be the first day of a brand new life for you. If your name is not yet written in the book of life, it can be noted down today on January 1st, 2017, that you have entered into the family of God, believing God for your provision and not the world. Knowing that he is your provider. If you would say today, Pastor, I want to ask Jesus to forgive me of my sin, my wrongdoing. I want to make him the Lord of my life. I want from this day forward to live my life for him. And I want him to guide and direct my every step and to forgive me for my past, to take away my shame and to heal all of my wounds, both in my body and in my spirit my emotions, every part of me. If that's you today and you need to take the step of faith to ask Jesus to come in and make you brand new, to become born again, would you raise your hand right where you are? God sees you. Is there anyone else this morning? Is there anyone else?
Bible says that all of heaven rejoices when even one soul comes into the kingdom of God. What we're going to do is we're going to pray together as a church family. And I invite you to pray with us. And as you do, what's going to happen is the Holy Spirit is going to come in. And he's going to transform you from the inside out. And you're going to become a new woman. Friends, would you pray with me? And as you pray, as you pray from your heart, the Lord is going to do the work. So let's join together in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I acknowledge today that I am a sinner in need of salvation. Please forgive me of my sin. Please wash my heart clean. And please send your Holy Spirit to come and live inside of me and make me a brand new person. I choose from this day forward to honor you with my life and to obey your word. Thank you for writing my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give the Lord praise this morning. Three key things. Number one, God wants to hear from you. And that's prayer. To talk to him every single day, just like you talk to your friend. The second thing is, God wants to talk to you. And he talks to you through his word. If you don't have a Bible, I have one to give to you today. Good. Second thing is, is to get together with people that love God. And to celebrate his goodness. And we welcome you here at Christian Life Center as we grow together and walk with the Lord. Those who will be serving the communion could come forward at this time. If the worship team could please come on down. Maybe you're here today and you would say, you know, I, I've been looking at the surroundings and uh, just like the disciples, they looked around and it was a wilderness. There was no food present. And in all natural reasoning, there was no way that food could be provided. I've been looking around me and I, I, I don't see how I'm going to be able to make it through this. I come up against roadblocks. I try to be able to make it ahead and it seems like I'm taking one step forward and two steps back. And it's been going on like this and I want to see the Lord change this in my life. Maybe you're here today and you want to grow in your faith so that when God asks you and says, um, hey, we have a need over here, what would you like to do about it? Your first response won't be like the disciples. Oh, all we have is this. But rather that you would say, oh God, we have this. What would you like to do with it? What would you like to do with it? What do you have today that you can offer to the Lord? You may say, Pastor, it's just a little bit. I mean, there's other people who can give a whole lot more than me. God's not looking for how much you can give. He looked at the widow who put two mites in the temple treasury. And he saw her gift. And he saw the gift of some rich people who could write out big checks and wrote it and put it in. Jesus said, this woman gave more than all of those because she gave all that she had. And God doesn't want just a part of you. He wants all of you. 
And if you're willing to lay it all on the altar, he's willing to provide for you from ways you've never seen before. I'm believing God for supernatural miracles in 2017. For provision that's going to seemingly come out of nowhere. But it's going to be the invisible hand of God dishing it out to those who trust and believe in him. In just a moment, we're going to share communion together. The very act of communion is an act of faith. Because we're trusting that what Jesus did has provided for us complete forgiveness and access to heaven. Are you willing to believe God for your salvation? So many of you have. I have another question. Are you willing to believe God for your provision? I hope we all do. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard all the marvelous things that God has in store for us. But the next verse goes on to say, but God reveals them to us by his Holy Spirit. May God open our eyes. May he open our ears. And may he soften our heart to be able to see, to hear, and to grasp all that he has available for us in 2017. For these next few moments, you're going to be served communion. And I want to encourage you to check your heart. The Bible says that when we take communion, it's a very important thing. Don't take it lightly. Because when we take communion, we are, we are communicating with the Lord. The Lord, we trust you, and we surrender ourselves to you. But if we take this and we take it lightly, the Bible says it can actually have the opposite effect of a blessing upon our lives. In fact, for those in the Corinthian church that took it lightly, it says that many of them were weak and sick because they did not value the communion. They didn't take it seriously. So, how do we take it seriously? That means that we don't allow unconfessed sin in our heart while we say we're taking a part of the Lord's table. God has nothing to do with that. He wants a pure, a pure heart. So if today there is some enmity, some grudge that you may hold in your heart, you need to deal with it. The scripture says if we come to the altar with a gift and we know that someone has something against us, we should leave our gift, go and take care of it first, and then come back and offer it to the Lord. So today, if there's an outstanding matter in your heart and your life, maybe the person is in this service. And if you had the guts to deal with it, you could deal with it now. Or you may wait on a matter of person that's not present. And if you need to hold off on communion, you allow the Holy Spirit to direct you in that. But make sure that you get yourself right with the Lord. It doesn't mean you have to be perfect. It just means you have to have a clear conscience between you and God. And over these next few moments, as communion is served, prepare your heart. Confess any sin to the Lord, and he will prepare you so that you can be a vessel that is useful to him as we begin this new year in 2017. The worship team is going to sing a song. And at this time, I welcome those who will be serving communion to come on down. Gentlemen, you may go ahead and begin to serve communion. 
The song will be sung. May the Holy Spirit minister to you. You may go ahead. Uh, may the Holy Spirit direct you as you, as you prepare your hearts this morning. And as you do, when we're all served, we're all going to share communion together.